0: Hey, what's up, guys? This is Brad. This is Miles. And welcome to the house.
1: All right, Brad, it is Tuesday, August 28th, and you know what that means. Labor Day weekend is upon us, which means the first slate of college football games coming out at us in less than a week. I can't believe all these games that I've been dying to watch, dreaming about watching, we finally get to go downtown and enjoy some drinks and some football.
0: Miles, we made it past week zero as like they call it of college football and we are inching closer. I was like looking at my account and I was like, Don't make don't you dare make any freaking baseball bets. Do not touch any baseball games because the moment you've all been waiting for football is here. I was like, Brad, just wait. Just wait it out. Patience is a virtue. Yes, and not to mention,
1: we also get uh, a pretty solid slate of games on Thursday night as well. We got our hometown heroes, the UCF Knights, opening their season. Great matchup in the Big Ten West, Northwestern at Purdue. If you're looking for something to watch, that's going to be on ESPN on Thursday night. And uh, we got a couple more games on Friday. Wake Forest, Tulane. Oh my God! Well, yeah, Wake Forest also playing. Uh, I got them in a teaser.
0: I got. I took Wake Forest. I took them minus six and a half. Uh, I just think that you know Tulane has a good quarterback, but.
1: Watch out for Wake Forest this year. We already talked about them as maybe a surprise team in the ACC. Yes, yes, um, yes, But before we get into college football, and we will in this episode, let's go ahead and knock out another NFL division preview. We have two remaining. We are going to
0: do the AFC West today. Miles, fun fact about the AFC West. In the last eight years, the only teams who have won the AFC West, the Chiefs and the Broncos. But I'm just going to have to call a spade a spade man and say that this is not going to be the case this year. Um, The Chiefs are losing Alex Smith, and I don't care how good Pat Mahomes is, I think that there will be a step back. The Chiefs' defense is not good enough to carry a gunslinger. Um, Gunslingers have to be efficient, Uh, and he turns the ball over. I mean, he might go out there and throw for 400 yards, but he'll have his turnovers, and that defense can't carry them.
1: And we have to remember this is his first season. So, I mean, there's the, the, there's going to be a lot to work with. But I'm glad you started with the uh, stat there because I do think we're going to have a changing of the guard. Yes. This season. And, lo and behold, we ha- we have a new favorite, if you want to call it that. I mean, the Los Angeles Chargers are sitting as the favorite to win this division at plus 120.
0: Yeah. When they start the season, like 0-4 and, and then finish 9-3 and and, and or something. Right.
1: But uh, but honestly, I feel like they always start poorly. Yes. That's been the problem with the Chargers because they always play well towards the end of the season. And... They have, in my opinion, they have the best quarterback in this division. Yes, they in, do. In Phillip Rivers.
0: And, uh, I mean, the Broncos are solid. But I I think the Chargers put up a good run for having the best defense in this division. I think they have one of the best defenses in the country. Finally, Phillip Rivers, he's always won a running game. He's always running a defense. He's never had both. Now he, now it's the ball's in his court because he has comparable receivers with Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Terrell Williams. He's got great receivers. He's missing uh, Hunter Henry for the year, but... I mean, his receiving core is good. He's got uh, Elker. He's got M- Melvin Gordon. Running backs are good. And that defense is stacked. Joey Bosa, uh, Mimbe, freaking Ingram, Casey Hayward. We us not even talked about, about yeah. Derwin James who who won the starting job. My God. Scary on Desmond the defensive King. side of the ball. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then we've
1: got Melvin Gordon just really impressed me yes. last year. I think he really solidified himself, and I think that Rivers knows now. He knows 100% what he's working with here. Yeah and this is even a team that could even deal with some injuries on defense and still and still be okay. You know, but I can't say that about any of the other three teams in this division. There's just too many uncertainties. I'm going to go ahead and say it right now. I'm picking the Chargers. I'm picking I picked the them Chargers early. absolutely. Yeah, and also not to mention plus 120 is pretty good value. Yes it is. Um you do have the Chiefs at plus 180, but with a new starter or quarterback, I just don't see the value there.
0: The it, the problem with the Chiefs to me is, sure, they got Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, uh, Mahomes, Kareem Hunt, Steven Spencer Ware now spelling Kareem Hunt, all that sounds great. But you, you have a first-year quarterback, first-year starting quarterback, with a, a subpar defense. Like, their defense was bad before they lost a couple pieces in the offseason made it even worse. I just don't think that they're going to score enough points and not turn the ball over enough to compete. The interesting bet here is the Broncos. Um, ha- I would have been all about the Broncos had they signed Kirk Cousins. But I think... Case Keenum is a poor man's Kirk Cousins. Because He's a journeyman. You, you saw what happened when Push came to shove for the Vikings. He, he couldn't get the job done. He couldn't deliver. There's a reason why the Vikings didn't re sign him and they signed Kirk Cousins to the master contract.
1: And it'll definitely be an upgrade for the Broncos. Yeah. there's They still have a veteran defense. You know, yeah. some of these stars are just starting to get a little bit older, but they still have a pretty solid core. Plus 400. I like the odds. I just don't but, think it's realistic. Yeah. I mean,. But the upgraded quarterback, Royce Freeman, is the big question mark. But Can he be the
0: workhorse? Miles, the upgraded quarterback. I don't think that's, I don't think that's a valid term to use for Case Keenum, because really, yeah, he over was, what they were dealing with last season. No, no, I'm not. I'm not talking about what they're doing with last season. I'm saying like, is like, is he enough to take them over the hump? Upgrade. Is what I mean.
1: Well, I'm saying that he's an upgrade from Trevor Simeon. Yeah,
0: I mean, I could have went out there and threw the football and been an upgrade. Yeah, well, <laughs> Simeon. Exactly. Uh, but I, I'm I'm not d- uh, discrediting your statement. I'm saying, you know, when they say the upgrade quarterback, I'm thinking is he an upgrade enough to take him over the hump? Do you think he is?
1: Uh, not to win the division. Yeah, that's what I mean. Um, but I think
0: that, definitely an upgrade over Trevor Simeon.
1: I mean, personally, I don't think that Denver is the worst team in this division. I the Oakland Raiders are sending. Oakland Raiders are definitely the worst. Plus three hundred. Okay, so so you agree with me there. I mean, I mean, I I mean, I, I, but here's my point. I think Denver could be the second best team in this division easily. Yes, I agree. I've got Oakland as the worst because I think Oakland just has a lot of washed up talent.
0: A lot of washed up talent. I mean, both their running backs, old. Yeah. Uh, Their receiving core, old. mean, Marshawn Lynch and Doug Martin?
1: Martin, What year is it, Brad?
0: God, Lee, we just went back. Is it 2011? God,
1: I'm I'm so confused there. I mean, first of all, there's no way that those guys are going to stay healthy. Second of all, uh, not a lot. I mean, then you've got Jordy, who's getting up there. I mean, what, 32, 33 years old Yeah, this Martavius
0: Bryant, Jared Cook.
1: Amari yeah. Cooper, we're still waiting for that big breakout season from Amari Cooper. And, you know, I expects. think a
0: lot of it's not on him. Derek Carr. Is it David Carr? I always miss Derek Carr. Derek Carr. Yeah. I, I hate that. Why, why do their parents have to name both Ds? Uh, yeah. <laughs> God dang it. But anyways, I, I don't think he's an elite quarterback. And... You said you've been waiting for Amari Cooper to take that step to to being elite. I'm waiting for 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 Derek Carr to live up to the hype. I think it's time to put up or shut up
1: for Derek Carr. Yes,
0: shoot. it is because I mean he is one of the best offensive and it has had one of the best offensive lines in the league. What is he? What is he? What is it? What is it that he's that can't bring him there? If you if you're so called to have this elite caliber, what's your excuse? Like you look at a lot of teams that have really solid quarterbacks that just. Underperform. A lot of it has to do because their offensive line is bad. Like Eli, it's a great example. Good example, yeah. Give Eli the Raiders' offensive line, and he'll show you why he won two Super Bowls. But Derek Carr, he could have won a Super Bowl. He could have a Super Bowl with Daniel Tony O'Brien out there. I also
1: think it's a very strong possibility, though, that this division will only have one playoff team. I do too, and I and I think out of all these guys, it's going to be the Chargers. I think so too. I've got them going at least ten and six this year. Uh pretty confident in that pick. I think they're that good.
0: Yeah, I think so. I, I mean, God just think about it. Uh, Melvin Ingram and Joey Bosa alone. My boy Joey Bosa. We, we haven't even broken to the secondary. And so I was dissecting this their uh, their depth chart. They are deep too. I, I didn't I I tried to limit to to stars and, and players to highlight, uh young guys. But when I was I was looking at their depth chart, I was gonna name some crazy names and I was like, I'm about to name second stringers. That's deep. Most underrated defense for sure.
1: We'll see if they can prove it. Uh, was there anything else you wanted to talk about on the AFC West before we move on?
0: I think the Chiefs trading Peters was a terrible decision. That's all I have to say about that.
1: I think uh, you're 100% correct on that. Absolutely. Because, because, I mean, at that point, I just didn't understand what they were trying to do. Are we rebuilding? Are yeah. we reloading? Uh, they they seem confused because you got Kareem Hunt. Uh, you got Tyreek Hill. You got Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Like but it, now you're starting a first year starter, a quarterback. It's it's, yeah. it's confusing to
0: me. It's confusing. Like it's like what were you as? What is your plan? Are you, I don't know, man. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see if it works out. for God, him. best of luck to him. Uh, I'm not drafting Mahomes, but I'll be rooting for him. I I've yet to snag Tyreek Hill in a in a fancy draft. He's going some way earlier than I can project for a first year quarterback. Throwing it to him, so we say, uh, guys. So you know, first year, we know he's this is not a first year in the league. We're saying first year starter, first year starter. A yes. lot of people are going to hear us and be like, uh, he's not a first year,
1: first year starter.
0: Um, with that being said, good luck Chargers. I have Philip Rivers in the league. Um, want to talk about some uh, college football.
1: Yeah, we are finally going to finish our college football previews. Let's just go ahead and recap real quick. I our conference champions, I believe. There was only one we disagreed on. You had Oklahoma winning the Big 12. I had West Virginia winning the Big 12.
0: That's correct. Yes. I can't remember.
1: Yeah, you, okay. Yeah, you definitely had Oklahoma winning the Big 12. And then I,
0: and then, oh, and, yeah, and then, I said because I can't go against it.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and then we agreed on four. Uh, we agreed that Clemson win the ACC, Bama to win the SEC, Michigan State to win the Big 10, and Washington to win the Pac-12. So having that said, we are now going to make our predictions for, uh, first of all, the New Year Six Bulls. And then uh, we'll go ahead and move into the college football playoff. So, let's go ahead and start with
0: the Sugar Bowl. Wait, can I tell you before we get into it? While I'm doing the, while I was doing this bowl prediction, this bowl prediction, um, a lot of things came to my mind. Um, repeat, repeat performances by teams for previous years. If even they have the same performance, they're not going go to go the same bowl. They wouldn't wouldn't do that. Another thing is. When I think about the grand scheme of the game, and how the season is going to go, I even change my mind a little on on teams how they do in their conference. It's crazy. I would never thought that would be a thing, but like analyze. Just wait to hear mine. You'll be like, oh, might might take a step back on some of the things that I've said. I mean. I have That's fine. Predictions. These, these are our final predictions here. These are our final... Uh,
1: we, we did make college football playoff predictions in Bama at our live show. We said that those were subject to change. Whether or not they did or they didn't, we're about to find out. But let's go ahead and start with the early ones. These uh, uh, these uh Sugar Bowl is on New Year's Day, which, by the way, I just have to say, I'm very happy with the schedule that they're working with this year. We yes. have the playoff on December the 29th, and we have some great games on January 1st, including... What has always been my favorite bowl, the Rose Bowl, is on New Year's Day this year. I'm uh, really excited about that. But let's go ahead and start uh, in New Orleans with the Sugar Bowl.
0: Who you got? This is a weird one to project for me. Um, because I, when I was thinking about this, I just don't think Auburn's going to be that good. So I went with South Carolina versus West Virginia. Okay. So you've got South Carolina having a really good season. I have them a three-loss season. I know why.
1: All right, I think you have Georgia and Pam in the final,
0: but but I don't
1: know. We'll uh, we're we'll, <laughs> in the final four, but we'll uh, wait and see. Okay, so having that said, I do like you brought up Auburn. I think Auburn's schedule is just way too tough.
0: Yeah, it's tough.
1: Uh, I have them losing up to four games. Yes. So uh, I don't have Auburn playing for a near six bowl this year either. I have West Virginia in the Sugar Bowl playing Georgia, who will lose to Alabama in the SEC championship game and then miss out on the playoff. How about that? How about that? <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and move on to the Rose Bowl, which this one is was hard for also me. Also on New Year's Day. Yeah, this one was a little tricky. Um, I have a classic Big Ten Pack twelve battle that. Listen, I would be disappointed if Ohio State didn't make the playoff. I hope they get there, but I've got Ohio State and Stanford Ohio playing State in the Rose Stanford. Bowl, which would be an amazing
0: matchup. My God, I was Bryce Love, Dwayne Haskins, J.K. Dobbins. You know, I was like Miles. So I tried. I w- I had Ohio State Stanford, and. Part of me was like, no, Brad, you're just not going to do the classic battle. I had to live by my guns in my earlier prediction with Arizona having a great season. I'm going Ohio State-Arizona.
1: All right. I I thought about putting Arizona here in the Rose Bowl because it's tricky. Because Stanford, I don't have them going to the Pac-12 title game. Yeah. So that means they're going to have to have a solid 10-2, 11-1 season. Um, Zona... Could very well make it to the title game with only two losses. I mean, yeah. If zone is as good as we think they're going to be, and I'm very confident. I'm in that statement. I'm very so confident. I'm very happy.
0: I'm glad you're confident. I'm glad we're confident together. The House Podcast is confident because we hear people out there, all these experts, aren't <laughs> not as talking about. They're not even Kevin the Yeah, because apparently, so USC
1: named J T Daniels the five star true freshman their yeah. quarterback. USC September schedule is brutal. Absolutely brutal. You're going to tell me that – I I know that this kid is going to be a star. He's going to be a great quarterback. But you're going to tell me that they're going to get through this season with 10 wins? (laughs) No. So I like the pick. And I'd be excited for an Ohio State-Arizona matchup at the Rose Bowl. All right, let's go ahead and move on to the last game that will be on January 1st, and that is the Fiesta Bowl. This one's a little more of a wild card because it's basically two at-large spots up for grabs. Yes. So at this point, it kind of gets into what conferences we think are going to be the strongest. I'll go ahead and start with mine, which I think this would be an amazing matchup. I've got Oklahoma playing Wisconsin in the Fiesta Bowl.
0: Miles, you know, I was thinking about this Fiesta Bowl, and I am very confident that one of these group of five teams will make the Fiesta Bowl. I think they will have. I think Boise State has an opportunity to have to go undefeated or one loss. They they have a very talented and very favorable schedule this year. On top of that, this was oh, this was tough, Miles. If UCF can get past the two tough ACC matchups they have this year, I think they have another opportunity to go undefeated. That is not going to get them into the national championship conversation, the playoff conversation.
1: Even if they go undefeated. Even if they go undefeated.
0: They beat two ACC teams. Another
1: 13-0 season will not even have them sniffing the top four.
0: The problem is the two ACC teams that they play will be bottom of the barrel. Yeah. Um. So I have either Boise State and UCF, either one of those two. I couldn't decide between the two because right now it's a coin flip in my brain. Versus Oklahoma. Okay, and I'm glad you brought up the group
1: of five because I think that of all the teams, I've heard some names out there. Like, I've heard San Diego State, I've heard Fresno State, but I still think Boise State's the class of the Mountain West. The American Conference is going to be really difficult. Like, their conference schedule will be be difficult to get through. So that's where where I have some pause is that, okay, I think the Mountain West is just significantly weaker than the American Conference Championship, yeah. So that kind of makes the winner of the group of five more difficult to choose. Now I think Houston's going to be strong. I think you got to throw Navy in there. You got to throw Memphis in there, dude. It's crazy
0: you you brought up Fresno State though, because I don't know if everyone know anyone's ever noticed that these like past couple years Fresno State has slowly gotten better and quietly, yeah, like under the radar, Very. quiet. I didn't, like even when you just said Fresno State, I wasn't even, they weren't even in my mind, but then I thought about the success they've had over the last couple seasons. I'm like. San Diego State, very San similar. San Diego State, yeah. Yeah, so... Well, San Diego State's losing their ultimate right. all-star. Yeah, losing Rashad so, Pennyhurst. Yeah, that's going to be a big blow.
1: Okay, so you've got that. The group. Of, okay, so so I have the group of five winner reaching the Peach Bowl as an at-large, which it could be Fiesta or Peach.
0: I, Miles, I had that. I had that, but... um. So I was listening to this podcast about... uh it's a college football podcast. I can't even remember which one it was. One of the ESPN ones. And they were talking about bowl selections and how 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 they try not to have repeat bowl teams like a, yeah. like a team going to the same bowl mm-hmm. the exact same time unless it's like the, the playoffs or whatever and so that's why i moved that ucf boise state up there that's why i moved yeah. them to the uh fiesta bowl if not i would have had ucf or whatever back in back in the, if it was boise state, i would think about moving to uh to the peach bowl
1: so who do you have in there this year
0: See, and this is another situation where I've changed my mind because I just listened to all these experts and I listened to my friends, and I I I, I want to so bad have Wisconsin versus Miami. I want to, but I think I think Wisconsin is going to underwhelm, and I have Penn State versus Miami. Cool.
1: Okay. So you've got Penn State versus Miami.
0: Yep. Just wait till you listen to how this all plays out.
1: I know. I'm just trying to think in my head, who do you have from the Big Ten so far?
0: Ohio State and Penn State. I have Okay. It Miles, it it kills me. It kills me that Michigan State is not in any of these games. Especially since I was talking them up. <laughs> but you know what I did today? I literally sat in the lunchroom and talked to a Michigan State fan today, and his lack of confidence in his own program <laughs> made me retake.
1: Consider every single right.
0: thing I did. Let's just scratch
1: this. Cause I feel like I, I'm the one that got you on the MSU train. How about you tell me who you think's gonna win the Big Ten this year? You you have to have one. You you, you gotta tell me. i am putting you on the spot. Who's gonna take the Big Ten?
0: Ohio State with two All right. losses. All right, so you've got Ohio State with two losses. And they're gonna, it's gonna be another situation where you ready for my. I'm just gonna give you my cotton bowl. Or do you want orange bowl first?
1: No, no, no. I I still need to talk about mine. Oh, you didn't use it. My peach bowl. I, I, Damn. I, I also just have a couple things to say before before we move on. <laughs> I'm So sorry. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. Um. So I, I think you did make a really good point about uh repeat participants. So it's very likely that UCF could be in the fiesta. I've got them coming back to the peach bowl. I'm going. Uh, so I originally I remember at our live show, I believe it was in January where we were first talked about culture. It was January, February. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, March maybe we talked about college football and I said Boise State would represent the group of five. The more that I got to learn about UCF, I'm, you know what's crazy? We have not had a repeat, uh, quote unquote, group of five champion since this new system has been implemented. Very interesting. It's always a different story. But I think UCF's program has that ability to separate themselves. Do you just look at the returning
0: starters, too? Almost their entire offensive line is back. Both the running backs are back. Bro. All but one of their wide receivers back, and their Heisman candidate quarterback is back. Adrian
1: Killens is going to have oh a my freaking God. insane, phenomenal oh my season. God. I'm telling you, he's going to get so many touches this year. And then, not to mention, you got Mackenzie Milton coming back to lead the team. He's by far the best player in the conference. He's
0: well, at all. Besides Ed Oliver, okay, yeah, best offensive player,
1: best offensive player in the conference yes. by far. Uh, so, I've got UCF repeating. No matter what bowl they play in as the Group of Five champion, and then my other one, this was the hardest one. After all the games had been set and done, I'm like, okay, who's my last team? I'm going to ride the Virginia Tech train this year. I've got Virginia Tech winning 10 games.
0: Do they, don't they play Miami Week 1? They played Florida State week one. Florida State. I yeah. knew they had a tough game week Big game. one. Uh, and, and Florida State, right? Or is it neutral side? Oh, it's at Florida State. At Florida State. I yeah. knew it was a tough game. I couldn't Big remember game. what
1: it was. Big game, but I have a lot of confidence in
0: Virginia Tech this year. No confidence in Miami, clearly. Uh, zero
1: confidence in Miami. I, Which I had no confidence in Miami last year. Confidence seems to be the word of our podcast. Let's not say it. <laughs> But, no, I, I, I am still against Miami. I think that Virginia Tech, with Bud Foster uh, as a defensive coordinator, I think Justin Fuente really coming into his own with this program. I'm expecting a big second year from Josh Jackson at quarterback. Uh, so, I've got Virginia Tech and UCF playing each other in the Peach Bowl. Okay, now, before we move on, I just wanted to say a couple things. Wisconsin, Jonathan Taylor is going to have a great year. But Amazing. Alex Hornerbrook is just not an elite thrower. And I think when push comes to shove, I don't think that Hornerbrook can make the big throws in a 2-minute offense that Wisconsin is going to need this year. Yes. Lee Corso picked Wisconsin to win the National Championship this year. And I'm just not sure. I just don't see it. I don't see them being that much of a caliber team unless you're telling me that this because they have a very similar style to what Alabama has built around. Is Wisconsin talent-wise as good as Alabama? No. I just don't think so. And I think that no matter who Alabama starts a quarterback, they are the ones that have the elite quarterbacks. M- maybe Hurts isn't an elite thrower, but I know he's he- an,
0: he's an elite quarterback player. player I know yeah. he can win
1: me that 2 minute drill. Yep. I know he can get it done. Uh so I just want to say that about Wisconsin. I want to say about West Virginia. I think David Sills is going to have a big year. Um I think uh Will Greer is going to have a big year. I'm very I'm I'm really excited to see what they can do there. Um and, yeah, I've got uh, Georgia having a big year. I think DeAndre Swift is going to be able to – I mean, I know we're trying to replace two guys here. Yeah. But I think Swift has that much talent that Miles, he can carry you know? the load.
0: You know how it goes. You know how it goes, man. You have a great coach and a great recruiter. It doesn't matter who you lose. And it's next
1: man up mentality.
0: So I want to hear your call. And I, I, I'm sorry, Michigan State fans, for for uh, honey dicking you guys. Like I, I was, I was so about it. It was partly you, but even thinking about how great their defense is, it's just when your own fan base isn't confident. Are you kidding me? And and, and Corey definitely threw me off. He threw me off big time. How unconfident he was today. I, I was like, oh my god, I can't put them in a freaking New Year Six bowl.
1: There's like four loss team coming up. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Four losses? Absolutely not. <laughs> That's not happening. All right, let's let, let's just go ahead and say, uh, see who we got. We got the Cotton Bowl here and the Orange Bowl. Who you got in the Cotton Bowl?
0: Cotton Bowl, I have the Alabama Crimson Tide versus the Washington Huskies.
1: Wow, we have the same Cotton Bowl. <laughs> I have wa- I I have Washington at number two and I have Alabama coming in at number three. So I have the two three matchup playing in the Cotton Bowl.
0: I have the one four same. Okay. Do you, we,
1: do you have Bama 1, Washington 4?
0: It would have to be, it would have to be, um, yeah, I have to have Bama 1 because. Yeah, yeah. Con- if you have Bama 1, they would pick. That's why they're going to the Cotton Bowl. The, they would pick the Cotton Bowl, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. closer. Okay, cool. Uh, Orange Bowl. I was just trying to figure out who your other one was. Yeah. Um, you have Bama at 2, you said? Yeah. Okay. No, 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 I got Bama at 3. Bama at 3. Yeah. Both these bowls kind of suck for if Washington were to be the higher seed anyway.
1: Yeah, they would pick the Cotton Bowl. They wouldn't go all the way to Miami. No, but <laughs> yeah. <heck not. laughs>
0: Um, and at uh, number three, I have the Clemson Tigers. Number four, Georgia Bulldogs. You mean at two I mean, and three? Two and three. Yeah, my bad. Okay, and, so— yeah, no, Can I justify that, too, by the way? Yeah, yeah. Before everyone like jumps on me, they're like, saying a one-loss Georgia th- team that didn't win their conference is going to be the number three seed. I just think that when push comes to shove and you're rating a one-loss non-conference champion versus Pac-12— I well, think that, in this
1: situation, it would be against Big Ten, wouldn't it? Because you left out the Big Ten.
0: No, no, no. I'm talking about uh, justifying putting Georgia – not putting Georgia over Ohio State oh, in Big Ten. Oh, it oh, over, over Washington. Oh, I got you. Okay. I think that the hell of, of the SEC schedule compared to the Pac-12 schedule, I think it just trumps the undefeated Washington in seeding. Okay. And, 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 Miles, I've I've, been, I've said this since the get-go. You guys are going to beat the crap out of each other. Like, to be honest – no, no, I'm I I don't have this look on my face for the Big Ten. Like I, I understand
1: what you're saying. I just think that Washington has a tougher schedule than Georgia. And if we so so because because Washington in 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 this made up scenario that maybe I'm Auburn of yes, in this, okay Auburn. But wait, Stanford, and then they would have to play Arizona in the title game. I just I think Georgia. What they had to play
0: Auburn and Bama right and South Carolina And South Carolina, but. Let's I think they're just it's, very comparable. Like, that's I, that's all I I'm don't saying. think they're that comparable. It, they're comparable in our eyes who are sports realists. Well, my eyes. It, it's obviously not comparable in your eyes. I'm looking at it in the grand scheme of a college football committee. It is known that they do not rank the Pac-12 high enough. I think that is the sole reason why Georgia isn't at three. Because they don't think that's, that that them, their interconference schedule is as hard as the SEC schedule. Okay, that's all I'm saying. I also
1: think it would depend on the record. Like, are we talking about a 12 and one Georgia team? We're we talking about an 11 and two Georgia no, no, team. No, no,
0: no, one loss versus so 12 and one versus the undefeated Washington schedule. Right? Oh my god, record. Okay, so
1: you so so in this scenario, let's just like play it out. You would have Georgia 12 and 0, and then lose Losing to Bama. Lose to Bama. Yep. Okay, and then you'd have Washington as a one loss as well. Undefeated. Oh, undefeated. Undefeated. Oh, so you have Washington 13 and 0. Yes. Interesting. Okay, so then you would say that. And it's been. It's it would have to be. It would definitely. I mean, um, which I think it would be. Georgia, Alabama would would be a close game, and in that scenario, I could see the committee giving them giving them the nod if the SEC championship was a three point game.
0: I think even if it's a seven point game or uh, one yeah, score. Yeah, one score. I was like three is like that's like whoa. one score is fine, but it's got to be close it, if it, you're going
1: to put them in over an undefeated Washington team.
0: Yes, it's definitely got to be close. And, and Miles, this is only that Pac-12 bias coming in. And I'm looking at it because I have to look at it more from a standpoint of the football selection committee. Last year proved everything, Miles. Last year proved that they think the SEC schedule is so grueling mm-hmm. that they put Alabama in over who was it? Ohio it it State. was over
1: Ohio State. But keeping in mind that Ohio State had two losses, it was more justifiable. Yes,
0: but but, I'm, I'm, but regardless,
1: you have them both in. Oh yeah I, w- yeah, I was just interested to argue that just just for a second because like because regardless, they're both in. Um, but Georgia, hypothetically, in this, I, I think they get the easier draw. Know, I
0: think that the how you look at it, you say they're really comparable, but the nods are kind of going towards Georgia's way because they both play Auburn. Uh, they they neither one of them have to play Auburn really on the road. It's a neutral site game, right? For Washington, mm-hmm. uh, Georgia gets Auburn at home. At home yeah. Uh, Washington plays Arizona. I consider an Arizona could be like a South Carolina, but they could also. Be, but it's neutral field. But they can also be they can also be a Kentucky, right? You know. The, depending on their program, because I think Kentucky will have an okay year, and, and Arizona could clearly have an okay year, or they could be more of a South Carolina and have a threatening year, right?
1: We're not comparing Arizona and Kentucky though, right?
0: No, Kentucky's no, program is no, no, no. I'm saying I'm comparing uh, Arizona more to South Carolina. Okay, but I'm saying that's fine. Would you be surprised if Arizona put up Kentucky a Kentucky a Kentucky season this year? Kentucky has an okay program this year. Well, they, I mean, they were what six and six last year. Yeah, I, th- I think I would win, be I shocked because I've got winning Arizona winning at least eight
1: games. Yeah, I think that's uh, not a Kentucky. I, 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 I can't. Think, I can't follow you there. No, Kentucky is bottom saying. of the SEC. I, no, I'm
0: doing a. No, I, I don't. I wouldn't go that far. I'm doing a. I'm doing a, historically. No, I'm talking about this season only, and I'm doing okay. But 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 you're just predicting. No, I'm doing a floor that Kentucky is, is not going to be at
1: the bottom of the SEC. Yes, this year.
0: Let's make that clear. Yes, yes. And I'm doing a floor Kentucky for this season, not historically. A floor Kentucky a Ceiling South Carolina, and I think they're close to the ceiling. But I said I would not be surprised, right? I'm just trying to rationalize the schedule, the strength the schedules, right? Right. And I'm, I'm not gonna say my next statement because it would make me sound like a damn fool. I was gonna throw Florida in there somehow, but uh, I can't because I can't get on board with the analysts saying that Florida is gonna be a strong team this year. I just can't get on board with that, so I'm not even gonna use them. I'm not definitely as sure as hell not using Tennessee. They're they're bottom of the SEC. In my freaking mind, They've been Vanderbilt. Yeah, hanging out. Um, but yeah. It's, so you look at you. Think Arkansas's down there. Arkansas's gonna be a really interesting team this year. See what happens.
1: We'll see. Um. Okay. Let's uh. Let's go ahead and 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 say now who we got playing for it all in the title game. God damn Santa it. Clara, California, January seventh. I will hear yours first. All right. I've got Clemson beating Michigan State in the Orange Bowl. And I've got Washington beating Alabama in the Cotton Bowl. And I've got Washington winning the whole thing. Sticking with my original pick of Washington, finally dethroning either Clemson or Alabama. Someone is going to do it this year, Brad. Somebody is going to do it. I'm saying it's going to be Washington. I hope it's a Big Ten team. Somebody is dethroning this trend that we have going on. It's so difficult to win the national championship back to back. That's why I can't get with Bama. And then Clemson, I'm not sure who their quarterback is going to be at the end of the year. I'm not sure if it's going to be Kelly Bryant or if it's going to be Trevor Lawrence. Bryant's a starter right now, but he proved that he played very poorly against Alabama in the playoff last year. So I've got Washington winning it all. I I I like the coaching, I like the defense. I'm in love with Jake Browning and Miles Gaskin on the offensive side. Stability there is what I'm drawn to. They've already proven that they can make the playoff. And it and that and that team wasn't as good as what they're going into this year. So I've got them taking it.
0: This has been the hardest battle for myself is to not be the homer. Because I want to say, yeah, Alabama's win it all. I have Alabama beating Washington. I have Clemson beating Georgia. In this game. The championship game, Alabama versus Clemson. There's a couple factors here for my decision. Alabama has never once went wire to wire. Yeah. Uh, that means number one over, overall. Number one. Alabama also has only, what, won it one time going undefeated. Both of those factors are are really big in my decision. The next factor is, if Tua's the quarterback, see, I watch a lot of Alabama training footage, a lot of their scrimmages. One, There's two things that Tua has that really scare me when it's against a all-NFL D-line. is when he, They put pressure on him. He tends to take sacks, which is – that's coachable. Throwing the ball away is coachable, but I don't know if that's going to come in this time. And he tends to force force throws. And I think that Clemson will put a lot of pressure on Alabama – and we're going to have Clemson getting payback on Alabama to win the national championship. And and half of that is me trying not to be a homer. And the other half is that is this, I got to be realist, man. The It is too hard to go back to back. It is too hard to go wire to wire. It is too hard to play against the number one D-line in the country unless you have an absolute elite quarterback. And I don't think Jake Fromm is an elite quarterback. That's why I have Georgia losing to them. I don't think that Tua is an elite quarterback yet. I think that he will get there. But when you play against a D-line like that, the decision-making will be insane. I will be so surprised if Clemson doesn't run the table.
1: I would be, too. Uh, just from their defense alone, yes, uh, 100%. Uh, you know, We know that Kelly Bryant can go in there and win the games. We know
0: ETN, he's going to have a, a great year.
1: So, I have no problem with the pick. I mean, I've got into in the national it, championship. That's the only reason so. it hurts.
0: I had to be a realist about it, and you know, crazier things have happened. Alabama could go wire to wire. They, they have every piece, every piece they need. It'd be exciting.
1: Wow, it's just getting me thinking about the season. I just, you know, we, we always can't wait to see how it plays out. I'm hoping we get some new faces in there uh, to the playoff. But as of right now, I don't think either of us have a have a new face. I think these are all repeat yes playoff contenders. But that's kind of where we're that's at how right it now. Is. In college and,
0: football. And I told you uh, a reason about Georgia. The re- they the reason I said the reload thing was about them. I mean, Kirby Smart it, he recruited a lot of those players that went to Alabama. Now he's recruiting those players to Georgia. Um, I want to say this one thing about Alabama uh, that I heard, and I, I just want to put it on record that I heard it because I want to see how the season season plans out because there's so much question marks to Alabama's defense this year. I heard this is one of Nick Saban's best D-lines ever. And the star of this D-line is not even listed in the second spot on the depth chart right now. True freshman. So we'll see what happens. All right. Was
1: there anything else that we
0: wanted to say here before we wrap up? No, Miles. I let it all out. I told you all the conundrum that I went through mentally. I told you how I have to start taking in the college football playoff committee's opinions, which is so different than where I really want to put my money when it comes down to conference winners, you know. All right. Oh, oh, first of all, can we – not
1: first of all, but this just popped in my mind. Can we talk about Des Howard's – Desmond Howard's picks for a second? He had Bama and Clemson, and then he had West Virginia and Michigan –
0: He's smoking some serious in shit. the
1: playoff. I was just wow. Then he had Michigan playing Alabama and Michigan beating Alabama in the national Is he a Michigan guy? Championship. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. He, yeah was, he's a Michigan uh, guy. he was a star back then. Yeah. But still, I mean to be an ESPN analyst and to be that bold to pick your own school to win the national Not title. Not even that, to pick West Virginia as well. I mean wow. Herbie had uh who do you have? Penn State in there. He had Washington, Bama, Clemson. I forgot who he I think he picked Clemson to win it all. Anyway, just I, I just thought that was interesting cuz we're all going to have different time final four picks, you know, so it's almost impossible to tell who's going to come out of that Big 10. Very well could be a two loss champion, and at that point the committee has some big decisions to make and they always will.
0: I can't wait to make our the little graphic of our final four final prediction before the season starts cuz watch it it'd be nothing what we think. Watch Alabama sneak I in hope as so. a four. I hope it's chaos. Washington's like a two, Clemson's a one, and then it's someone like Michigan State or Ohio State pulling in the three.
1: Any of those four teams in the Big Ten could could make the playoff. So
0: maybe we're not giving enough credit to watch uh, Wisconsin. Maybe they are better than their schedule. Maybe they are. Be, so let's see. Let's see if we're proving right or wrong. All right, that was fun. Well, thanks, guys. Uh, we will be back with another episode to talk about some more football. Take care.